everyone, welcome to So Fast, So Furious, the ultimate Fast and Furious podcast. Dominic Toretto lives his life a quarter mile at a time, so we are watching, we were watching all the movies for our time, um, but we're here, we're back uh, to talk about all the Fast and Furious goings on. Uh, I am Zach Bassetta. I'm Vito Lapicola. Line. Vroom, vroom, bitch. That, that's right, yeah. Bitches, uh, bitches. Excuse me. Uh, there are multiple I'm, bitches, not just one. I'm Anthony Ray Bench, Vroom, vroom, bitches. Yeah. It's been a long time Guys, since I've said that. We're back. It's weird. I know. We're back. Right? Yes. Yeah. This back. feels like Bill and Ted 3. It feels like it's been 40 years, and we're, we're like, hey, let's get shit. the gang back together. <laughs> I know. And, and write right. a song. Yeah. Vito's we still have to write the different. song. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so you guys are all doing all right. I'll uh, settled in, uh, ready to talk fast and furious. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I guess it, the weird thing about it is we were talking before we started recording about going stir crazy. Physically, I'm in the best shape I've ever been in, despite the fact that we are in this uh, in this crazy damn you, pandemic. You Thanks, man. The um, I've been well. Here's the thing: I'm a type two diabetic, so I have a one in ten chance of dying if I catch this stupid disease. So basically, for the last four months, I've been working from home, and I've I've literally been like upping vitamin D, A, C. Like I've just been supplementing Golden like mad vitamin. and keeping my immune system like really strong. Going out in the sun every day, exercising, you know. So like this has been mentally challenging but at the same time like physically very good for me so but i want it to be over absolutely i hear you yeah. well, how are you guys is, the sooner we can see fast and furious nine which i know we're all chomping at the bit for sure we are zach anthony you still well you're still a, a movie behind yeah so you, there's you're missing there's a, a gap in your fast and furious knowledge it's all fucked up dude i saw what the eighth movie I know what happens in that one. I have no idea what happens in the, uh, what was it, seven? Yeah, yeah. Fast and the Furious. You're watching them in what they call the Tarantino order. Yeah. You're watching them all out of sequence and uh, wondering what the hell's happening. But it'll all make sense in the end. It will. Um, sort of. Well, there's not a ton of Fast and Furious news, as you might guess. But, but there is a little bit. Um, Apparently, Ludacris may have revealed a bit of information about uh, Fast and Furious 10, um, that it might be taking place in space. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Get it? it? It only makes sense, does it not? Where else can you go? Oh, that was, that was, that was so bad I could have made that one myself, Anthony. The... That was kind of like half a Pac-Man sound. Anyway, uh... The weird thing for me is, is like I always saw the tenth movie as being the moonraker of the of the series, and it seems like God, that is not. where it's going to head. It's going to get into ultra parody to the point where it's making fun of itself if it isn't already. Well, let me ask but, you uh, this: Does the do the cars are the cars or vehicles already on the moon, or will they have to actually get their cars to the moon? What if what if they they're gonna they're gonna have some stupid plot? where back when we got to the moon the first time, they somehow left race cars up there <laughs> in anticipation of, of, of future generations having to race on the moon. And, oh, uh, no, they got to race a Martian. Yeah, fuck it. Bring in the aliens. They already have superheroes now. 
That's right. It's the only thing that'll let uh, Jacob and Dominic team up. Jacob Toretto. John if, if he survives the ninth movie, that if is. We don't know that he's going to survive. Know. We know yeah. very little. And also too much about Fast and Furious 9, to be honest. Yeah, yeah it's going to be very weird. It leads me to a, a second point I wanted to bring up with you guys. Considering that they revealed that Han is still alive in Fast and Furious 9, they revealed that John Cena is Dominic's brother. Do you think that could possibly mean that there is a bigger surprise that they have not revealed? They're going to reveal that Mia is really his brother. Oh, and that she's a, she's 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 had an operation and uh and that'll be the big reveal and then she'll be the villain of the of the series for some reason but how and then her and han are going to go to the moon i don't know i i didn't want to make that look like it, i thought that she would be the villain because she's trans because i i realized that could have come out the wrong way but like they'll go to the moon her and han will be the secret villains of the uh of the uh of the series and uh they're going to go to the moon and then dom is going to have to chase them in a car on the moon and they're going to be jumping slow-mo with you know with like light gravity and uh, the earth will be in the background hanging in the balance it'll be so stupid that we're gonna love it we'll be cheering in the audience like we did when we saw rambo 4 guys do but you have a fine. little do you guys have an indicator that says you're recording yes i saw uh, it mm-hmm. I okay yeah i just had a yeah i just had a panic attack that like only i was being recorded it's Anyways, limited minutes. Yeah. Um, okay. Sorry about that. God bless Continue. you, Zoom. No worries. No, but um, I, I, I think uh, no, I, I think one of the big reveals. There's a lot of theories online. Han is going to be a villain, and that he's going to be the secret villain of the series. Which I don't know how they would pull off, and I don't know how I would feel about it because he is my favorite oh, character. Fair, but uh, unless as long as they do it, Han's secret twin or something. Jesus. I mean, it is soap opery enough to be able to pull that off. Han's an alien. I'm calling it now. But you know, the, the, the secret twin is the only soap opera thing I feel like they haven't done yet. You know? Uh, other than space travel. Space travel. They've done amnesia, because, you know? That's true. They've done amnesia like three times. It's hilarious. <laughs> exactly. Anthony Anthony's doing amnesia right now because he can't remember what he saw in the last movie. No. That's right. He's he's blocked the Fast and Furious two out of his mind. What? Exactly. <laughs> um, well, I guess we'll find out when it finally comes out. I'm dying to figure out or find out how Jacob Toretto falls in with like how does he relate to Mia and you know Dominic and growing up and I don't know I can't figure that out. I'm yeah. dying to find out if he'll come out in an AMC theater. Good question. Maybe is AMC be, theater going to survive is the question. Maybe it'll come out on Netflix. <laughs> that That is possible. Debuting on Netflix. Fast and Furious <laughs> right. 9. Tomorrow, right after Fast and the Furious Spy Racers. Fast right. and the Furious 9. Well, hey, so speaking of, Vito, you didn't care for... We both watched the first episode of Spy Racers, the animated yeah. series on Netflix, which yeah. I enjoy. It's Here's the thing. And you're uh, not liking it. I, I liked it. I didn't love it. It wasn't something when it was over, it I was kind of like what's that? No, I understand your No, yeah, you it was look, I, I just I've never seen Avatar The Last Airbender, and people convinced me to start watching it. And even though I thought the first three episodes were okay, 
um, people were like sick with it. it. It gets, you know, amazingly epic. And it did in the fourth episode. So the show may, may rise and may get, you know, whatever, but like, but I wouldn't the compare first it. episode of, well, no, dude. But here's the thing: is like that it's show true, came out 12 true. years ago. They should have higher standards for a show that's based on a hit franchise, and at least have engaging characters. I didn't care about any of the kids that weren't the Dom character. And you know, Dom shows up every four minutes and goes, "Hey, hey here's a life lesson, you guys. But yeah, you know what? Here's a life that- lesson. Don't forget to put your brakes on." And then you he and he disappears. It. it was like, you know what saved it for me though, Vito. Dom? It reminded me, well, that was a big help for sure, that Dom does show up in at least the first episode. Um, you know who else did me- that? S.H.I.E.L.D. They had fucking Samuel Jackson show up in the first episode, then he never showed up again. Sure. But it felt like, you know, it reminded me of watching like Ninja Turtles. It just felt like a Saturday morning cartoon, except it was Fast and Furious. Okay, I have an idea and, to make and it not better. entertaining. I'm just kidding. I, I haven't seen it. Full disclosure, I haven't seen it. I don't plan on seeing it just because of the animation. It looked really bad. Um, and I haven't heard any like anything good about it. Like There's been no buzz on my radar about it. I yeah. think it would be better if it was like the Back to the Future cartoon where like they had live action segments in between where the commercial breaks would go where Dom would show up and teach us a lesson about cars. Yeah, but then he has to physically go somewhere. This way he can just phone in his voice. It, yeah, and, it, well... You guys, that would be hilarious if they come back from commercial. He's like, hey, kids, it's me, Dom. And right now, I'm going to show you how to make me as famous tuna salad. Yes. First, you need two tins. Don't forget your be, can opener. It would be great if he was, like, in the garage to open up every episode, but it's clearly, like, a, a set, like, on PBS, you know? Yeah. He's like, oh, I didn't see you there. Dude, like the Super Mario cartoon with Captain Lou Albano. Uh, yes. Yeah. Al- Ugh, I can't. I love say it, it already. Um, Albano. Yes, Albano. Um, the uh, the Back to the Future cartoon where Christopher Lloyd would show up and do like a science experiment with um, uh, fucking Bill Nye. That's where he got his start. Like, oh, it would what? be amazing. Yeah. Why Bill Nye was on the Back show? to the Future cartoon. It's because Michael J. Fox wasn't having any of it. No, yeah, exactly. he was not. Yeah. But Christopher yeah, Lloyd didn't even do the voice for his cartoon character. He just Dude, showed what up. Happened? <laughs> did, they, did they have a thing where they explained it where he's like, kids, Marty would have loved to have been here, but he's trapped in the time stream forever, like Sam from Quantum Leap. So now I'd like to introduce Bill Nye. They, <laughs> they, they did not put that much thought into it. It was just like <laughs> something that yeah. kids just accepted. It's a break well, in was- the show. Didn't they have both the, the DeLorean and the train, which doesn't really make sense? Yeah, in the sh- in the sure cartoon it, it did. Like Marty, different different parts of the time stream, guys. I mean, come on. If I the, remember correctly, if I remember correctly, Marty was driving the DeLorean and Doc was driving the train with his twin, uh, not twin sons, but Jules his sons, and uh, Jules and Vern. Yeah, they were the main characters in the show. Yes, I'm not gonna lie. That 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 always did tear me up in the, in that show where he's like, "These are my sons, Jules and Vern," and I'm always like crying. Oh, but it, the one so- way that he was able—well, maybe not the one way—but he connected to uh, Clara, Clara, over, yeah. over Jules Vern. So it was their shared, especially after he she found out he was from. You know, Back to the Future Three is a lot better now than I remember it being when it first. I came love that movie. Oh, I love Back to the Future yeah. Three. Two and three are my favorite, and I know that's crazy, but I love two. I hear it. What happened? Wait, is Clara in the cartoon or does yes. she disappear? 
No, she's oh, because I was going to say she's free. also in the time stream. She's yeah. just trapped. Nope, she's having she's living a normal life in 1980 or whatever. Yeah. Welcome to the Back to the Future cartoon podcast. Yeah. Um, no, <laughs> I, if I remember correctly, like the formula of the show is like it starts out with Doc doing a science experiment, then it goes into the actual cartoon, and the cartoon was usually like uh, Jules and Vern, Doc's children, like create some kind of like time paradox, and then. Marty and yeah, Marty and Doc as creepy to. as he was in the in the movie, pointing it as schlong. <laughs> Have you guys heard of that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So for those of you at home, uh, there is there are videos online where someone noticed the poor little kid probably had to pee during the take, but like when he introduces Jules and Vern, the little Vern kid is literally like pointing at his uh, at his little dong, like he's trying to get somebody's attention. Like I have to pee. And they kept that take in there for whatever reason, so the boy could be shamed well, for the rest you know, of his adult you, life. You know, you know about the uh, the blooper in Teen Wolf, right? Oh, that's been disproven. Where Michael J. Fox accidentally oh, kills an extra on camera, and they keep no. it in there. No, I'm just kidding. That's that slander it's or libel. End, it's at the end during the basketball game, and they're panning across all the fans in the crowd, and this dude's in sweatpants, and he pulls his dick out. That's actually a woman. What? Yeah, it's Mia. We we tied about? it all together. She's the she's the missing Toretto brother. Remember? It, it looks like a dick. It's not. I swear. You can like. I'll go back and watch it then. But I I tell no, you, it's don't not. watch it. Your eyes will deceive you. Just read about it. Like there's a, a whole thing. Uh, by the way, I am looking up the uh, Back to the Future cartoon uh, because I don't know. Like there isn't a lot of Fast and, and the Furious. It's got but, a uh, in it. Uh, Dan. Well, you know, Dan Castellaneta, who famously plays uh, Homer Simpson amongst mm -hmm. a bunch of other uh, voice acting roles. He was actually uh, Dr. Emmett Smith in the show. Uh, the only actual cast member from Back to the Future was Thomas F. Wilson, who, you know, of course Wait. plays Biff Tannen. Oh, how fucking great is, is Tom Wilson? And oh, he's amazing. Have you guys watched his videos? Oh, his no. videos on YouTube are amazing. He's, he's so entertaining and just so goofy yeah i love that guy mary yeah. steenbergen also played uh uh clara in the cartoon yeah i knew that there was something like kind of crazy about it but yeah well, here's here's my question to tie it back to the fast the furious cartoon zach you've watched more than one episode right i've only watched the first one like oh you did yeah oh. i need to go back and watch more um, where's your moses now zach Trying you know to get what? me to like, watch. I, I tell you what, like as I was watching it, I had a lot of the same thoughts you did. I was kind of like, eh. But then, like Dom shows up, that was a plus. And then it felt like it was going to be an ongoing story as opposed to just an episode by episode kind of adventure. So I, I was I was interested to see where it went, but it clearly didn't make me motivated enough to dive right into it. So I, I get it. Yeah, I was gonna say I need to read more about it to see if it picks up or anything because it would be cool if they brought villains in from the movies and stuff or, yeah, or you know they brought in characters but it i didn't get that indication when is it say set it, but it's set i think between six and seven or something like that like it's it's supposed to be later in the series i assume it takes place after after eight i don't know i have no idea i don't know if they say that's true but it was it, I we're mean, very Dom informed clearly, here 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. We're the ultimate Fast and the Furious podcast, know, guys. Right. We know everything. We're making guesses and talking about Back to the Future for half an hour. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Surprise, suckers. Don't forget to subscribe. The, uh, I, I did see uh, some interesting news uh, for those of you who are big fans of, uh, of uh, the Mia character. The lovely Jordana Brewster has gotten a divorce. Whoop, whoop. So we can all go out and uh, have a shot now. Anthony, her. here's your chance. Good for uh, her. I'm sure it was for a good reason. I'm taken. Yeah, Anthony spoke. That'll, that'll make even more wild for you, Anthony. Jesus Christ. <laughs> she always wants what she can't have. That's right. That's right. Um, she wants the vroom vroom, bitches. Well, if, if you would not recommend Spy Hunters, Chasers, Vito, what, what, would, what have you watched that you didn't like lately? Let's give well, some the, people the, some options of what to watch. Here's, here's the thing. The show's so meh that you just forgot what the title was. So I don't think we're doing a really good job of selling it for people. Um, I don't know. I, I'm going to give it another shot. But here's the thing. My Netflix queue has like so many movies in it that I was like, I'll get back to it. And I never did. It's so far in the back of the next Netflix queue now. It's like, you know, it's gone. Um, I will say I watched something. I'm, I'm a big Andy Samberg fan. Um, I love The Lonely Island. I think those guys are supremely talented. Brooklyn Nine-Nine is one of my favorite shows. If you guys get a chance to see Palm Springs on Hulu, it just dropped this week. I kid you not. I'm not joking. I think it's an instant classic. Remember remember when you went to see Groundhog Day and you came out of there and you were like, that movie, I, I'll be able to watch that in 20 years and that's amazing? It's a similar plot line to Groundhog Day. It has the same concept. But they t- they take it some really amazing ways. It gets very deep. It gets very serious in certain points. The acting is on point. The direct is amazing. Uh, it kind of reminded me. It had a feel. If uh, wh- what's the name of the guy who did adaptation? I can never remember. Oh, and uh, Kaufman. Yeah. Yes. Charlie Kaufman. It, it it felt like a Charlie Kaufman version of Groundhog Day. Interesting. It, it it was it was very it was very good. I can't recommend it enough. Okay. Anthony, what have you watched? Um I'm gonna recommend two movies. Uh the first one was a movie that no one ever mentioned to me at all. It came out in two thousand sixteen. Um I was at my buddy's uh baby shower. And he was just like, hey, have you seen Train to Basan? And I was like, Ooh. no. Yeah. No, I have not. Tell me about it. And he was just like, tell me that, about this movie where, you know, it's, a, it's about a father and daughter going on a train to uh, Busan, which is in um, South Korea, mm-hmm. I, I believe. I and um, there's a zombie outbreak, but there's so much more to it. And it, it's it's one of the most like emotionally satisfying uh, horror movies I've seen in a long time. I'm not a big zombie movie fan, but this was incredible. And then I looked it up on IMDb and I found out that it came out in 2016. And I was like, wow, uh, my friends and my family have really let me down because I had no idea that this amazing fucking film uh, existed and I hate you all. And um, you know, I, I just wanted to tell you that, um, I'm disappointed. You to guys should have told me. I'd heard very good things about it, but I hadn't seen it. And I don't endorse, so I can't endorse something I haven't seen. You know you what see, I mean? I am, I am a big zombie movie fan and I, I loved it. And it was just nice to see a zombie movie that wasn't just, because as much as when I first got into zombie movies, 
there were like five zombie movies, you know, and you're always like, yeah. hunting for, like, oh, have you seen this and that? Now it's oversaturated. There's a hundred of them. And this one definitely felt like something that wasn't just the same old zombie movie. It was like there were stories that were being told set within a zombie. Yeah. It, it was absolutely incredible. Um, shout out to my buddy Nick Norgren for, for mentioning it because it's funny. I uh, started telling everybody, I was like, man, there's this awesome movie. It's called Train to Busan. I never, you know, knew that existed. And they're like, oh, yeah, Train to Busan. Yeah, saw it, you know, three years ago. And I'm like. I was what? slow getting to it, too. Yeah. Uh, but the sequel, have you seen the, the trailer for the sequel? No, I, I tend not oh to. Oh, my God, trailers, dude. But I'm definitely excited. You, you have to see. Train Back from Busan. <laughs> it's called <laughs> Peninsula. It looks <laughs> insane, dude. You have to see the trailer. I'll send yeah, it to you later. Peninsula? Yeah, Peninsula, yeah. And it comes out, uh, I believe it's it's going to come out on like Amazon or something uh, late this year. Uh, but the second movie is a movie called The Vast of Night. Have you guys heard of that? I've heard of that, yes. Uh, it's incredible. It's... um. It centers around two teenagers and a, 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 bas- a high school basketball game. It's set in the 50s. Um, it's it's kind of a, a, an alien invasion movie that's not like action-packed. It's very slow and very kind of atmospheric and, and creepy. Who's in it? Uh, uh, no, one, no one famous. Like, it was okay, a movie. Was. No, uh, I don't recognize any of the cast. It came out in uh, Sundance, and when I was covering it, it was a yeah, it was Sundance 2019, um, and I didn't get to see it. Somebody else on our crew at Film Threat they covered it, and they were telling me about it. And there's this tracking shot; it's in the trailer, but it's longer in the movie. Uh, apparently, the filmmakers had the camera on a go kart and were like driving it off, and there was this elaborate handoff where it it's the logistics of this shot are insane. There's long takes. There's an 11 minute dialogue take where two people are talking for 11 minutes. You're really selling it, me on this. It doesn't break. I, I love <laughs> I'm kidding. When they I'm do kidding. that it stuff. No, no I, I love, I love it when they do those long takes, man. I, I think it shows dedication. It's mesmerizing. And, and absolute skill. Because if you've ever, anybody out there who's ever worked on a film uh, and been like an AC assistant cameraman or having to pull focus and stuff. It's absolutely excruciatingly painful to fuck up a shot. And it's really easy to do because the, the, the focus puller is so, so, is so sensitive. Yeah. So like, like to be line, able to do over. that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, to be able to pull that off to me is always, you know, gets, gets a big huzzah out of me because like filmmaking is an easy man. Yeah. From, you know, you know from somebody who went to, you know, film school and then decided he didn't want to be a filmmaker anymore because it was too hard. Uh, I have a lot of respect for, for stuff like that. And um, you kind of compare that, compare something like that to, you know, like a Transformers movie where the shots are all like less than 30 seconds long. It's just quick editing, quick editing, no quick editing. Put into them, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's he just... also uses the same shots from movie to movie. He literally recycles. That's why he always shoots on a highway, Michael Bay. Yeah, uh, because he literally, dude. I I, wor- I worked on the first movie, like in the in the production office, and like he literally just sets up a hundred cameras and shoots. He doesn't yeah. even think about it. Like it's just people. Yeah, don't get me started. His old stuff was really good, but his new stuff is just poo poo. Well, I watched but, uh, two good. 
or two movies I'll recommend, two good movies. If you were done, Anthony, I don't want to step on. Yeah, I'm done. Well, I watched uh, Rocket Man finally, and uh, I'm not generally, either one of you seen it? No. No, I want to see it. I I think it looks very good, actually. Yeah, I'm generally not, uh, I shouldn't say I'm not a fan of of musical biopics, but I generally don't think they're very good, even if they're one I want to see. You know, like, I don't think Bohemian Rhapsody was a good movie, even though I think Rami Malek was good in it. However, Rocket Man, uh, I found very engaging. It's it's a musical, much like, well, I don't want to compare it to uh, anything necessarily, but it just, it uses Elton John's music throughout the film. Uh, the, the guy that plays him is very good. Um, I just thought it was, it told his story in such a way that uh, was different from most music biopic movies. Um, the other one was a movie called Becky. Oh, that with Kevin James. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell if that was going to be really good or really bad from the trailer. Yeah, I, I had I, fanatic vibes with that. I, de- I definitely don't think it was like, oh my God, amazing or anything like that. It was pretty good. Um, like the, the revenge aspect and like the little girl taking revenge was, was really cool. And, and all that stuff was done really well. Like the fact, like Kevin James, he's fine, not groundbreaking. He just kind of talks like, I, I deliver all my lines like this because I'm, I'm scary, you know? And like, like certain plot points are never explained. But that said, if you like revenge movies, check out Becky. What would you? What other revenge movies would you say it's in the in the the vein of or the genre? Uh, did you ever see Revenge? With Kevin Costner? No, it was a movie that came out like a year or two ago about this girl. Oh, yeah, I hear it's amazing. It's great. Yes, yeah. my former out. roommate like ranted about that movie. Yeah. Well, she thinks she's going out to just have a date with this guy, and it turns out there's like he invited other dudes. And they kind of all take advantage of her and leave her for dead. And she exacts her revenge. Uh, I hear it's pretty amazing. I actually need to put that on my list. But again, it's uh, like, if you're not like, yeah, if you're into revenge films and like gratuitous violence and seeing bad guys get their comeuppance. Oh yeah. Though maybe you don't like what the character has to go through to get there. You know, my same friend who, uh, go ahead. My same friend who recommended Train to Busan also recommended a movie called Chained that came out a few years ago with Vincent D'Onofrio. Um, it sounds kind of similar. I thought you were about to recommend the movie that I wrote and produced in 2011. It's called Chained, Code 207. I thought you were about to recommend that movie. You, you're breaking my heart now, Anthony. Sorry, but I hear good things, so I'm going to rent it pretty soon. I love Vincent D'Onofrio, and I watched the trailer, and it looked incredible. It's about um, this serial killer who kills a mother and takes the son and like chains him up and like makes him um, like a servant for years and makes him like help him murder like women. It looks really interesting. So Interesting. Well, you said that the bit. thing that I saw in my mind was he makes him a servant and it cuts to just like 90 years later. He's like, your tea, sir. You've become quite the good servant, Neville. Thank you. I'll go start your bath. It's like a totally horrific. <laughs> uh, You're yeah, good enough to be unchained from this ball you put me in. <laughs> no, don't not push good yourself, to Neville. You. Take me out of these manacles, sir. Should I unchain you? You may exact a harsh and terrible revenge for my actions that I did to you 80 years ago. 
right. Very well, sir. I shall go draw your bath. Um, so do we want to talk about what we're going to be doing in the future? Absolutely. Let's do it. Okay, yes, well, if, if anyone has stuck around after us, not talking you know, about Fast the Furious for half an hour again. Exactly. Go back to, <laughs> back to the future. But we, we do have some, some stuff in mind. Um, Anthony might know a little bit more about the logistics than, than me, but we want to do a, go back and, and do a watch along with the films in their entirety. So then, in other words, instead of the 15 minutes, we would do a watch along and commentary with the whole first film and then the next month we'd go through the film that uh, Anthony does not recall anymore <laughs> and and continue on from there but to, just to give a different aspect and you know keep people entertained during this time yeah and yeah, also because... one of the things that people have been asking me about and I'm sure you guys have been asked about too since we started this podcast is if we would ever do a commentary track for it and this is an easy way for us to do commentary tracks. Um, I mean, basically, you would log in to, uh, you know, YouTube or actually join us live either on Facebook or Twitter or on some other kind of platform. I don't know the logistics of it just yet. We're still trying to figure it out. But um, you would log in and we would be watching it in real time. We would sync up the movie. We'd tell you, oh, push play now. And right. the movie would start, we would talk about it, we would, you know, joke about it, we'd have special guests, hopefully, um, and then it would go to YouTube, and you guys could enjoy it, you know, whenever you want, you just, yes. kind of like a, a Riff Tracks type thing, except for probably not nearly as good, because the Riff Tracks guys I, are I fucking would, pros. Well, I was going to say, I also would like to point out, this is not going to take the place of the regular show. This is just right. what we're going to do during COVID because yes. it's very difficult for us, obviously to get together and to record our, our chemistry for the Not show. Difficult. It's impossible. When we're doing the 15 minutes. Yeah. But it's, it's the chemistry that we have when we're actually in the same room is very palpable. So we wanted to figure a way to still, you know, do the show with the difference in chemistry with us, you know, being in different rooms and stuff, but still, you know, seeing each other and stuff. So we came up with this concept to kind of tide you over until we're able to do the other show again. And so there we, will be more 15-minute increments. We will still do the last episode of Tokyo Drift. We will yes. finish. That, that is coming. I mean, we recorded it once. And yes, it, it can kinda, happen again. Yep. It can happen again. We we recorded it and it it didn't work out. The sound quality was was really bad. Um, yeah, and uh, which is fine because now it'll be even better. Yeah. Well, fellas, don't sound so enthusiastic about it, Anthony. Oh, I, I yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, sure. I just I just yeah. realized I have to rewatch the movie because I'll have no frame of reference to what happened. Yeah, just watch the last fifteen minutes. Yeah, if I recall, you, you had you had that. You had that that sound, Anthony, like that a man who's been married for like 25 years turns to his wife and he goes, you know, honey, you know, they're blah, blah, blah. And she goes, uh-huh. And he's like, it's over. He he knows right away that it's over. That was what you sounded like. We're like, we'll record it again. It'll be great. You were like, yeah. Now, if I remember correctly, I didn't have too many problems with uh, Tokyo Drift. So. Yeah. Well, Except when Han died, you fucking threw your beer to the ground and screamed, this is fucking bullshit, and punched Zach in the face. It was yeah. very traumatizing, actually. That's why I don't talk about yeah. it. Well, guys, 
it was yeah. it was i'm glad we got to at least discuss you know talk about stuff and, and put another episode into the podcast so people know we're still alive for crying out loud yeah it is it's great to see you guys it really is and to yeah, talk to you guys and stuff uh so for those of you out there who are hunkered down in your houses keep the faith um we're gonna we're gonna start doing some stuff again to entertain you because we know that it's it's uh you can go stir crazy at home so you and know, we also uh, got other projects we're working on too we should talk about that a little bit yeah, yeah. go ahead you go first Nancy? zach uh, <laughs> you, you go first because you're actually doing it like mine's still in the planning process okay okay uh, well, um, I've been doing some videos on YouTube, um, been doing some mini documentaries on 80s metal bands. Uh, it started with uh, the history of Europe, which uh, I looked up and, and I didn't know how they had gotten going and I found it fascinating. So I, I made a video about it. And uh, so if you go on YouTube and just search my name, Zach Bassetta, or Search Metal School, which is the name of the, the show. You can you can check that out. Is it spelled, is it with, spelled a with a K or a C H? Hey, no, get out of my head, Vito. My, my brother did mention that I missed an opportunity to spell it like, you know, school S K. You can still change o. it, man. It's not too late. <laughs> eh, I guess I maybe I could. But I've done all the graphics for the videos, so the logo's it's okay. Done. It's okay. You're gonna George Lucas that shit. You're gonna go back yeah. and you're gonna fucking right. wreck Special on it. Editions. Add a couple of Rontos and Greedo in there and Boba Fett. Wolchucho, Chancho. What does he say? The the fucking the word that they put in there that McClunky. doesn't make any sense. McClunky. Yeah. What the fuck? It's that sounds like a really bad seventies detective dog. Oh my god! Here comes McClunky. It's Harrison yeah. and McClunky. It actually <laughs> has appeared before somewhere. I can't remember where it's from, but it's canon. Like. It's, he was he was just that was the uh, that was George Lucas's subliminal uh, commentary on his dialogue. McClunky. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. uh, sorry. Uh, no, Anthony, no, it's from episode project? one. They say McClunky in episode one, which episode one was McClunky. Uh, my project is a new podcast coming out um, right now. The uh, title is you know what? I'm not going to share the title because I don't trust you guys. I need to get that shit copyrighted. Before I, and how are people going to find it if they don't know what they're looking for? It doesn't exist yet, but okay. it will. Soon. That was that was the surprise, Zach. It's called. You know what? I don't trust you guys. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you the title until I copyright it. I've got something going on, but you know what? Never mind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but we we will announce the title soon, and um, it's basically going to be me and my buddy. He's a data analyst. Um, we are going to be looking through all the different streaming platforms and picking movies that are on our recommendation list um, and talking about them, kind of doing a review of them. And he's going to kind of talk about, you know, the way that algorithms work, why this movie was recommended, um, you know, kind of guess the mysteries to Netflix, which Netflix, their algorithms and stuff are really kind of safeguarded. Uh, they don't let a lot of that information out, but he's a data analyst, a data analyst. Crunch those numbers. Yeah, so he, he can he can kind of provide more insight into that stuff. Um, we're going to do Hulu. We're going to do everything. Shudder, uh, just Disney Plus, everything that pops up. And, uh, yeah, um, it, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be something that keeps me occupied during uh, 
you know, the, the shutdown and everything. And uh, we're looking to launch it, uh, I want to say, sometime next month. So nice. um, we'll, we'll have more announcements coming up. But do know that there is something in the works. On the horizon. Awesome. What are you working May on? I suggest, you know? by the way, that you call it Al Gore Rhythm and have a clips, sound clips of Al Gore at the beginning going, great movie, like totally like, and call it Al Gore Rhythm. And it'll be a play on the word algorithm. Right. Don't steal that, Anthony. I just um, had a vision of Al Gore like dancing, like doing yeah, the exactly. Yeah, exactly. Trying to Him keep rhythm. <laughs> you, cut, you cut like clips of his, uh, his, his words to music and stuff. That yeah. actually might work. You're welcome, Anthony. Genius. Thank you. Al- uh, Algorithm, so- an inconvenient podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. In 12 years, the snows of Kilimanjaro <laughs> will... Oh, they're still there? Oh, this movie hasn't dated very well. Um, okay, so uh, they didn't melt, by the way, guys, just so you know. Yeah. Uh, the trailer was a lie. I am doing uh, some voices for a YouTube cartoon. Um, I It has not been titled. I, I have only read the first script so far. It's an anthology series that my buddy Mike Cash has created. And uh, he wrote out the first episode. It's very raunchy and very fun. So uh, it's right up my alley. I'm going to be doing probably about three or four voices per uh per cartoon per animation so uh but yeah i don't have a full title so i can't give it to you guys either but we're hoping to uh get the vocals recorded this week and uh and he's going to animate it it'll take him a couple of months to get each episode done so i'm imagining it's going to be five or six months out do you know what his animation method is animation medium he does he does a really old school he's he's one of those guys who uh I, I know nothing about animation, but like, I will say Flash because nobody uses Flash anymore, right? He's one of those people who's like, I'm going to do it in Flash because nobody does it. And and so it's going to have like its own look that is going to kind of, you know, be classic, but like it's his own touch. So. A bit retro. Yeah, so it should be, but I, I have no idea. He hasn't, he hasn't, I, I literally like got the script a couple of days ago and he was like, we're going to make this. Here are the voices that I want you to do. I did a couple of tests for him. He liked what I chose for each of the characters. We're gonna we're gonna do it, you know, this week, and we're gonna put it together. So, who knows when it's gonna drop? But it should be pretty cool. And uh, first script is really funny. It's really raunchy. So uh, I think people are gonna like it. It's like uh, Rick and Morty, you know, fairy tales. I guess it should be interesting. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And there was something else. Oh. Uh, yeah, well, shit. Every time I do this, I can't talk about it. A buddy of mine um, sold his show, his animated show, to a major, a major, major, major platform. Uh, and I'm on the writing staff, so uh, once that gets going, I'll be writing for a show, God willing, on a network that uh, I can't say right now, but uh, it's a plus. You need a writer's assistant, Vito? I will be a writer, sir. Oh, wow. Do Not you need a writer's assistant? Do you need an assistant? I will oh. be your assistant. Oh, I, I'm sure I will, guys, but I don't see anyone right now who fits the bill. Oh, oh go fuck God. yourself. Man. All I'm these kidding. years. Um, no, no, no. Uh, I don't want to jump ahead because, I mean, I I've had so I'm many projects sure. fall apart two days before you start that yeah. you never know. But, I mean, yeah, if I'm, if I'm writing on it, obviously there will be – Jobs for all of my friends. Maybe, maybe not you or you, 
but uh, or for somebody. Absolutely. You know, people That's who, you know, yes. cross my palm with silver. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. If you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. You guys right. have never scratched my back. You know what I'm saying? Like, my back is all itchy, guys. Excuse it's you. Itching. I have engineered so many of your fucking podcasts, sir. It's not even funny. You've, you've saved so many of my podcasts. It's not even funny. I'm which saving this one by muting Zach. your ass right now. Which is why, which is why I think I'm going to go with Zach on this one. No, I'm, just kidding. I'm kidding you guys. I, I, I don't count my chickens before they hatch, but you know, for those of you out there who believe in good vibes, put some good vibes out for my buddy, Mike, you know, and hope that the show gets going. It's an opportunity for a lot of people. So. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, fellas, it was a blast talking to you guys after three months or whatever, however long it's been. Has it really been that long? That's crazy, man. I'm pretty sure. We last report recorded in March. Holy shit. Yeah, and that episode didn't even get released. That episode didn't That's even get released. Four months, man. Yeah. And, and, and thanks to the fact that we're getting locked down again, it's going to be another four months before we see you guys. Well, we, speaking of lockdowns, we should let our audience go. Let them, let them get out of here. But what are they going to do? They're sitting at home with nothing to do I, right I, now. We could talk about cartoons forever, I know. But uh, we, you should definitely keep an eye out. Uh, we'll be announcing all the stuff about the watch along as soon as we know it. And uh, looking forward to doing that. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody. The Back to the Future Cartoon Podcast. Everybody, sign off. Oh, Guest starring Fast and the Furious. Bye. Bye. Bye.